We should do like an acapella <laughs> cover. No shit. Boo 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 ba boo 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 well, she's yeah. around the world from Kiev to Carolina. She's a sticky finger, filter from Berlin down to Lee. Take for a ride on a slow boat to China. Tell me where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Hey! How you I do some of my best surfing in the web. I thought you had somewhere else to be. Enzo Matrix, he changed more than I thought. What would Dot find where would she be? Think of her brother behaving in such a churlish manner. Call me Matrix. Hey, bits for brains! How many CPUs does it take to catch one sprite? These Guardian bootlickers want me deleted too! Well, blow me down! Does he have a smile? If he does, run very fast. Greetings and welcome, beautiful humans, to this episode of Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast where a bunch of 90s kids get together to discuss every episode of the series reboot from season one to season four. I am one of your hosts, Lady Glitch, and today I am joined by three awesome guardians, the ones that you all know and love from previous episodes. Hello, everyone. I am Christopher Siege. I am the other host, A.P. Snidler. And I am the otherest host, NeoCal. <laughs> and uh, this week on Alphanumeric, we're going to be talking about the uh, 11th? <laughs> Is it 11th, the 11th episode of season 11th, 3? 11th episode of season 3, Web Riders of the Storm. It originally aired on October 29th, 1997. Yep. Something about that date kind of rings out in my head, but I can't quite place what it is exactly, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, before we get in started uh, talking about the episode, though, we have a special announcement to make. You may have noticed that the intro was done by someone who has guest hosted on this show before. And uh, uh, as far as I'm aware, she's uh, Miss Lady Glitch is going to be joining the show for the, the remainder of the series. Welcome. Oh, Welcome. Thanks. It's the best birthday present I could have. So, yay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your birthday. Birthday. Yeah, birthday is very soon. Too. Very soon. Yeah, yeah my birthday. My birthday is probably going to be the same day you publish this, so it's the nineteenth. So, oh shit, <laughs> shit's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aging indeed, as we all are. What's that? I said, as we all are, aging oh my indeed. God. Yep, but we're still youthful at heart. So, yep, and we stay youthful by talking about twenty-five-year-old cartoons. Damn That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> It's the the, literally the elixir of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the the best of times. It was the most radical Blurst of times. times. <laughs> the blurst of times. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, we're losing her. <laughs> Look we'll what you did, Neo Cal. Look what you did. My my job here is done. <laughs> the like, no hunter- one, nobody takes my my hosting gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can stop the grimace. Are you, are you okay? 
You okay? <laughs> My throat burns. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Was it the Simpsons reference? <laughs> it was the way that you fed it back. It was just funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene in The Simpsons. So good. Uh, I don't know why, but Simpsons scenes like stick with you for decades, mm-hmm. even if you've never watched an it's episode. It's so iconic. And um, I, I think it's Mr. Burns has like a huge factory full of monkeys on typewriters. Yep. Like, Trying to write whole, the like, novel. Uh, I think I've seen a GIF of that. Yeah, and he goes up to one of the the typewriters and he rips off the page and he's like, "It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times." And he <laughs> crumples it. And throws it so good. Uh, well, I'm as someone who knows nothing about The Simpsons, I'm I, I'm glad uh, to to have you guys here and explain that to me. Absolutely, it's what we're here for. Welcome. welcome to Reboot, where we talk about The Simpsons. We have a Simpsons and everything um, else. We have a Simpsons podcast where where we talk about reboot. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Coming soon to Lasercom. No. Web Riders no. of the Storm. I tried to wear my web my my web themed apparel today. Does it look spooky and psychedelic? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. I'm just wearing a uh, Young Bucks Cease and Desist Bullet Club t shirt. There you go. Yeah, has nothing um, to do with anything. I see, I see Lady Glitch. I just like AEW. <laughs> Lady Glitch is wearing a web-themed outfit as well. Yeah, nice. Thanks. Yeah. Um, purple. Favorite. I'll color. jump. I'll jump purple. on this. I, I'm wearing. I'm wearing my logo today. So it looks I'm, like a jumping bean. It's a skanking bean. It's a. <laughs> That's your logo. Yeah. Yeah, that's for my uh, screen printing. Which see, after you stood up, I realized he was he was doing the skank. He was doing doing the skank. Yeah, <laughs> any ska fans that are watching, he's skanking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he dudes. Yeah, Sniddler was Christopher was like, uh, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I don't know if you've ever brought it up on the show before, the show proper. But uh, Sniddler, you're in bands, yes? Yeah, we we're I'm talking a, about that in the outtake. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a couple of bands. Um, I I play. Uh, I play punk rock and ska in a band called Heroes of Canton, which is a Firefly reference. If I realized I dig that deep, and uh, I play in a reggae band called Phonosonics. If anybody wants to look it up, yeah, go check that out. There's a fly in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have fun. There's a fly in my soup. There's a fly in <laughs> my face. There's, There's a, a snake, snake in my, in my soup. <laughs> 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 a wanton tarnation. <laughs> There's a quick strike in my suit. There's a quick strike in. How did we not make that joke? In my Any... foot. <laughs> yeah. How did we not make that? <laughs> Anyways, Red Riders of the Storm, folks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Who wants to take it away? Mm. We're in liquid space, folks. Liquid, liquid space. space. Once again. Liquid space. We see Liquid this. Space? Saucy mare is like coated in dead web creature parts. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty badass. I really like how it looks. And it's uh, words not coming. Help me out here. 
Um, capacitor, ray tracer, and you uh, Enzo. Look at that, folks. Lady so, Glitch has audio it. listeners, Lady o Glitch actually has like a a Captain Capacitor with the the web um, version of the saucy mare, and cool. it's looks legit. Looks rad. Yeah, pretty it's pretty dope. legit. And actually, in printing, the skull and crossbones that's on Capacitor's hat is upside down. What this. really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you have a rarity. Well, there I think was. How it was throughout all of the printing for this particular piece. So, when there was um, when Snidler commissioned um, the the Guardian um, art artwork of <laughs> of us three, yeah, um, I almost wish that the skull on the toque that I'm wearing was yeah. was the skull. Oh, that would have been awesome. Was capacitors? See, I didn't think about that at the time. Yeah, I, I wonder. They probably what? have the the original file. I wonder if I could I ask. If I could ask them and be I like, "Hey, them. would it be too much trouble to change that to like the capacitors skull?" Oh, pretty sweet. Well, we've also you know got we, we've oh, also God. got to add one uh, the one and only Lady Glitch to that to that art too. Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, gonna have to modify that slightly. I oh, wonder awesome. because modifying yeah. art is easier for an artist than creating new stuff. I will get a hold of Barnaby, and uh, I love her. Get that awesome. figured out. Yep. Well, and then um, we could add this Lady. An episode of like surprises you guys keep throwing out. Because... <laughs> we could add Lady Glitch. Hey, it's your birthday. Um, Chris freaking have his legs, <laughs> his leg fix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was my. Uh, uh, it, it's great art, and I. Um, uh, I have even inserted it into some recent episodes of the, the the podcast on YouTube. But my my only issue with it is I I don't like what my legs are doing because I'm kind of like leaning on. It looks like I'm leaning on nothing. Mm-hmm. Leaning yeah. on an invisible wall, man. Use your imagination. <laughs> the edge of a GameCube. Yeah. I also would never stand that way. But anyway. What's actually funny about that piece of art is that Sniddler showed it to me before he showed it to you guys. And like made me oh. swear on blood not to tell you guys about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was mm. like, yeah. <laughs> Some insider trading going on here. <laughs> insider training of trading of what is what's the crypto for art called again, Snidler? F NFTs. Oh, F- NFTs, yeah. NFTs. Oh. Insider NFT trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crypto. Okay, I just gotta just, say, crypto, the way, crypto is becoming hard. the new Metal Gear reference for this <laughs> show. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> NFTs are crashing pretty fucking hard, though, and I don't think I, they're ever. They were popular for like three days, and then it's like. Well, people yeah. got in, made money by reselling it, and anyone that made money and then got out, I Glitch. respect. Glitch is also into crypto, so it's like three against one now. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just, I just, I just think, I, I just like my dog themed coins. What yeah. can I say? Actually, I, I, I can, I can, I can weigh in on this a, a little bit now. A uh, wrestler that I'm very fond of in uh, AEW, uh, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman. He's a <laughs> amazing heel like the guy is like the biggest like douche you'll douche stays bag. in character like stays in character like 100 of the time even on social media like he'll straight up just like 
like shit talk like fans on Twitter and stuff like that. It's great. I, I love him. But he's actually launched <laughs> launched his own crypto okay. called oh, really? MJF Coin, and I was actually considering like throwing like five <laughs> bucks at it. But I, so, the whole thing about crypto and Doge and all that stupid stuff is back when it was worthless and a meme. I did just throw five dollars at it. Yeah. But that ended up being 3,800 coins at the time. Mm-hmm. That's subst- worth substantially more, oh, more yeah. now for yeah. some reason. But I've never put more. Like, I, whatever happens yeah. to it, happens to it. Pretty much. It's think, just fun money. I think for like uh, $5, I can get like nine MJF coins. Maybe I should get in on these uh, MJF <laughs> coins. <laughs> Why not, right? Yes, and speaking of the profits of crypto, we do talk about that a little bit in this episode-ish. Yes. Or the lack thereof. Amazing segue. Yes. That was, yeah. Props. I was going to say, <laughs> that was organic. That was good. Our, our three uh, characters here on the episode, yes. they're talking about these riders, these, these bad guys, and if they're going to attack and whatever... Um, Ray Tracer, I can't remember if it's now or a bit later, but he's like, I've never run into. I've, I've been guys doing this like for this years, before. and I've never seen these these creatures or whatever. Incapacitor's yep. attitude is kind of like, well, if it's a fight they want, it's a fight it, they'll. It's get. a very pirate-esque type of attitude. Yeah. I yep. didn't realize how much smaller Mister Christopher is to yeah. uh, Captain Capacitor here. Maybe Capacitor like, for the most part in the web. What the heck? For the most part, anyone who's been watching the show, um, zero and one binomes have about the same mass. Yeah, right. The Gavin, wide, the, Gavin's always been uh, bigger than a typical one binome. The, the zero yeah. binomes are wide, but not as tall, and the one binomes are thinner, but but taller. Right. But in the scene right here, um, capacitor is like many times bigger than Mister Christopher, <laughs> which is a little zero binome. And I think Mister Christopher is supposed to be smaller than a normal binom right. too. So the size difference is exaggerated. Well look at uh uh Princess Mongo is a one binom. Look at how big she is. Good, good point. She's bigger <laughs> she's than like Matrix. A, yeah she's bigger than Matrix. <laughs> uh so there there are exceptions to it. Uh but yeah uh Gavin tells uh mate as they're like having their little discussion, Gavin tells Matrix to to go visit Andrea because she's not doing well. Mm-hmm. And so, and so he does, and Princess Mongo, uh, is like, is like, no, no, that not, not, not looks playing, yeah, not, <laughs> not, not looking good, yeah. And uh, Chris gets all sad, and it makes me sad. And uh, when dogs are sad. It makes me sad. <laughs> it makes yeah. me sad when Frisket is sad, specifically because he is yeah. a good boy. He yeah. is a, the bestest boy. He's a good mm-hmm. doge. Uh, so Ray Tracer, like he deserves cut- his own coin. Yes, <laughs> Frisk coin. Frisk coin. Frisk currency. There we go. Let's let's just make let let's make our own uh, cryptocurrency. Yes. Yeah. Frisk coin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone get, else is doing it. Why not us? Get the get the like you know like twelve people on Twitter who like reboot to uh, invest in it. <laughs> 
Why doesn't Why doesn't Laser Coin do Laser? There's coin? literally a dozen of us. Laser Coin. There you why go. Why don't we do Laser Coin? Yeah. Oh, Laser Ooh. Coin. And laser. the symbol can be that old Dragon Ball Z picture of Cell firing his laser. <laughs> yes. I actually, I, I've been thinking lately that I gotta come up with like a proper logo for Laser Coin. You should. I'm a fire in my laser. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that dumb, dumb meme? Uh, vaguely, yeah. It's Cell from Dragon Ball Z, but he has a cartoonic dumb face where yeah. his eyes are just simple and round and his yeah. mouth is like huge. And it, it was a 4chan meme. It says, I'm a fire in my laser. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Blue beam is yeah. just coming out of his, his mouth. Mm. Uh, memes used to be different kids yep yep yes. yep they really did what 9000 indeed indeed and speaking of uh 9000 uh ray tracer comes into the uh into the cabin uh and enzo basically he he tells enzo that uh, basically they they can bring her energy up but the problem is is that she's missing code yeah mm-hmm. so anything is a temporary fix yeah or just prolongs the inevitable yeah. Unless they catch that web creature that stole some of her mm-hmm. coding. Right. And Enzo gets all aggro with uh, Ray Tracer because, of course, he does. Being like, oh, well, can't you do something? Like, isn't the, the web your digital I domain? I thought this yeah. was your digital domain. And it's quite isn't clear that you can do? he. Ray Tracer is very calm. Mm hmm. Yeah. When dealing with him, he 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 yeah. knows that Matrix is kind of like mostly bark <laughs> and and just some bite, right? But he well, genuinely this... does care about Andrea. Well, and in this uh, situation in particular, too, like Enzo's just lashing out because he's emotionally distraught over oh, yeah. the condition Andrea's in. So, and I think Ray Tracer. But Andrea, if you deleted. Well, it's interesting. Um, I think I saw some somebody's notes here, but um, he, m- m- uh, Princess, dang it! Now I ca- I keep calling her Mongo. What? Lula. <laughs> Lula. Lula. Thank you. Um, says no fight here. I will never like, no call her princess. anything but Princess Mongo. And so, sorry, yeah, you were saying. Um, Ray Tracer says. Go ahead. Um, no sweat, Princess. Everything is online. Yeah, I, I like the little dumb jargon, but I, yeah, I like that. No stress, princess. Everything's online, which is interesting because Matrix was just manhandling him. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he, so he knows Matrix enough that he's, yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. lashing yeah. out. There, here's a light bulb that just popped in my head with that scene with Matrix throttling Tracer. When they first entered the web, Matrix did not respect the fact that. Obviously, this is Ray's digital domain, and now we're in this scene, and he's like, "Well, isn't there something that you can do?" And he finally recognizes that, like, Ray knows what he's doing. Maybe he does know something like, that we can do. At desperate times, you got to acknowledge it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter how much you don't want to. Yeah, well, exactly. also, you get to the point where you start blaming others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's it, he's had every spectrum. He's been angry, and now because. He feels like Andrea's in this situation because of him yes. and others. Mm-hmm. And now he's the other way around and he's gone back to angry. But oh, if this is your domain, then you should be able to f- 
figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. But Ray does understand the frustration, but the fight isn't with him. It's whatever better. So you still have to take mm. the fight outside. Your fight ain't, fight ain't with me, mate. Nope. And then Matrix whoever drove away. those beastie away. And then Matrix looks away while Ray is saying this. And he's like, yes. Matrix knows fully right or full out that Tracer. Fully right. well. Yeah. 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 So it's, I, I kind of jive with Matrix because, like, I understand that frustration of knowing that you're the problem, mm -hmm. but it's hard. You can't admit that because you, you don't have anyone you could be vulnerable right around mm -hmm. yeah. or you have mm -hmm. to front or you, you don't have friends that you can be like that like my mm -hmm. young adult was all about like taking jabs at other people and mm -hmm. defending my own emotions right so uh -huh. i feel like he's his appeal to like you know like 16 to 20 year olds <laughs> is very it's like he wants to aggravate people just to see what kind of rise they'll get out of them. I, I feel like I under, I, I was, I was like that when I was 17, 18 <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that with, with my family and sometimes it ended well. Other times I definitely did not. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a shit Lord indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Captain shit Lord right here. <laughs> yeah. I was like that when I was younger too. And you still are. <laughs> I, I mellowed out a lot. <laughs> Shamelessly. And you still are. It's like, wow. <laughs> well, how about Sniddler? Were you ever... Drink it in, man. Drink it in. Uh, there have been times I've been in a mood, but I'd never intentionally... Well, I rarely intentionally go around pushing each other's gaslighting, as we call it today. I would get. I would. No, that's I, different. That's different. Yeah. Uh, well, still though, that's like I, I would never intentionally. I would never intentionally like go around like just just trying to stir the pot. Um, Gaslighting but, is convincing someone else that they're the problem, even though you know that it's you who's the problem. Mm -hmm. Or oh, convincing okay. you of something that's not true. Or that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, you're this, you're this exaggerating. Is this is yeah, different. This is just, yeah. Yeah, this is just antagonizing. Right, right, right. Poking the bees' ass. Okay. Oh, I got yeah. those two mixed up. Sorry. Uh, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I I was kind of yeah. You're a good boy. I wasn't great. <laughs> it I don't think I did it as often. I only Sorry? did it to friends that gloated. Mm -hmm. Only wanted to tear down the friends that. I had a bad habit of going is... after the the pompous. Yeah, I I. I I would. It, now, around. being proud and gloating is different, and like breaking. Yeah, but the, you know the guys like they're constantly like puffing their own chests and gloating and breaking, and it's just <laughs> the desire to disagree and take them down a notch. You <laughs> <laughs> grows uh, and grows to the point where you just start. Not that it's healthy on your part, but you just start like trying to take them down a notch, and those yeah. are also the people that tend not to really. Um, give other people a compliment or acknowledge other people's yeah. accomplishments. And those mm -hmm. are the people that, that would bug me the most. Because they gloat about themselves because they're probably insecure and they feel like they're not getting um, compliments from other people, so they have to give it to themselves. But they right. also want to tear down when other people are like that. And 
I had so many friends like that. It's I was totally like that when I was younger. And it, oh, it came so was I, except it, I, I grew up. <laughs> yeah, it, it came it very much came from a place of just being ultimately like being really down on myself and being really insecure. So yep. I countered that by basically being like an arrogant, like self-absorbed prick. And then somehow I was surrounded by people that were like that mm -hmm. too. Just tore each other down and to gloat themselves. And I didn't even realize I had settled into a friend circle. And then I, I, I think the most people yeah. change yeah the second puberty it's like right after um, you meet your and it's right after you meet your quarter are... life crisis in your mid-20s that... that things start to do another some people way. never go oh, through yeah. that and it's some people never go through it shows. that though. Yeah. yeah well and me like i really like start actually started like examining myself and growing as a person when i met my current partner we've been together for almost seven years now holy shit um but yeah it was when i met her um sometimes you need somebody to call your shit out yeah and also <laughs> like and also just like per, like any shit just present you with new ideas in a way and because mm -hmm. you're, like you're very fond of that person you become end up becoming much more receptive to things that certain ideas or attitudes that you wouldn't have necessarily like bought into before when you were so full mm -hmm. of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You grow. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I was that this little discussion, it's not just us <laughs> ranting. It's why I like this episode. We're seeing matrix figure this metamorphosis out in himself. Right. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. it's going to lead into his next piece of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in a later scene, but eventually, or maybe it's not as later as I thought, he eventually is blames himself for... No, it's right now. Yeah. Oh, with Frisket, right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. yeah. they sit down next to Andrea, and he, he looks and at her. Like, like, like this is all off. my fault. Yeah. Like, he I finally... I been so jealous. Yeah, he has that moment of clarity that he reviews everything in his brain and he's like, this is all my fault. If I hadn't have been so jealous, I would have been there to protect you. Now I could lose you forever. And now he's finally facing the gravity of the situation like a man instead of a child or a man child. Pettiness doesn't... When you're... when you Hindsight, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, wow, like all of this jealousy like doesn't... didn't help you. And I, I don't agree with the whole, like, blaming himself thing entirely, right? right. Andrea's going to go touch the fucking face hugger <laughs> eventually, <laughs> right? I mean, if you're not smart enough to stay away from, like, an alien fucking pod, right? Then you're going to get grabbed by it eventually. But um, the whole hindsight, like, oh, jealousy is not helping me is uh, the takeaway I have from that. Right. Yeah. Like, what's the point of all that if they're gone? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so... So I like that. Like, he's... he's. 
as a kid, I don't remember Matrix being emotional. I remember he had being a badass. He had a golden eye. He had a gun. He punched <laughs> people in the face. <laughs> right. So I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying this as an adult Absolutely. and appreciating it for different reasons. He had. He had a golden eye. He played <laughs> as odd job oh, as pro- with proximity minds. You piece of shit. <laughs> 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 fucking proximity minds in GoldenEye 64. The dopest shit. Fucking yep. love proximity oh, man. minds. I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> I was a proximity mind asshole. <laughs> you play License to Kill, right? And mm. Slappers Only. That no other. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like Gordon Freeman with the. Um, with the crowbar. Oh my god, how could he attack so fast? Oh, the power armor he was in. Yeah. Oh, god. Didn't even recreate moving that fast. It was because of his armor. Yeah. Avasti yeah. scurvy C drives. I love it. that. Again. Gr- yeah. just... I love uh, it. Never heard yeah. that one before, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that one. That's Captain Capacitor, sir, I'm a little concerned, sir. <laughs> and what's oh. be your problem now? <laughs> one, of, one of the crew members' name is Mr. Norton. Yo. Yeah. Mr. Norton, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that the one that gets sucked out and killed? Yeah. Later? I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I think he just gets yeah, I think he just gets hit with something. No, he gets sucked out of the hole. There's one person, I don't know if that's him or someone else. Someone yeah, gets saved by Matrix, someone gets sucked out of the hole and is gone. It's Mr. Andrews that gets saved by Matrix. Norton gets sucked out of the oh, hole. Not back that's, okay, that's right. Norton's the red shirt. Norton doesn't yeah. get brought back in? No, Norton does get brought back in, but you really have to look for it. I didn't notice this until I watched it yesterday. It's like, oh, he did get brought back in. Okay, so one of the riders must have grabbed yeah. him. Yeah, we'll see that when we get to that scene a little later. I was worried that people actually died on this show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a children's program, damn it. I think I just found the episode art for uh, for this particular episode. It's when uh, uh, Mr. Christopher goes up to uh, Captain Capacitor and mentions that he's a little concerned, and Capacitor is like this. <laughs> With his eyes. Just like, yeah. I'm on that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I good, think I'll make yeah. that the, so, the art for this episode. The summary is Mr. Christopher is worried because this voyage is not providing them a single bite of profit. <laughs> Fucking bean counter. It's an insult <laughs> to the name Christopher. Hi, lad. Perhaps so. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking. There be other reasons to set sail besides profit. And when he says and this, everyone everyone's like, like "What? what? Uh, All the pirates on the ship." Uh, Mr. Christopher uh, drops his tablet. Yeah. Uh, I like that record scratch. <laughs> and everybody stares what? at Capacitor, and he like looks left and right, and he's kind of like, like um, "I'm gonna have like, to come up with something." Uh, yeah. An inspirational... Paying a debt to a friend. Sometimes yeah. doing the right thing, lads, is more than all the booty a swab could carry. Be I yeah. making myself clear, lad? Yeah, yes. he like leans in close to Christopher, Mr. Christopher. Mm-hmm. Almost like it's an idle threat. Am I making myself clear, lad? He says under his I breath. Think I... Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so, sir. But why am I here? 
I'm just an accountant. How am I supposed to that from the ledger? I have no beans yeah. to count. Which is funny <laughs> as hell when you if if you're going for like cheesy comedy because like oh that's I like I that. Write that down. How like, am I yeah. supposed to put good deeds into the ledger? Yeah. Bean, bean counter through and through. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only life I know. Um, he's got one job and he can't do it right now because they they ain't making any money. Nope. Uh, take some time off, Mister Christopher. Yeah. yeah. Swab some decks. Go for a swim in the way. Carry some booty. Speaking, yeah. Of, yeah. speaking of decks and booties. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, what are you getting at there? Uh, <laughs> Mongo uh, is on the below, same. It, below, <laughs> below deck, uh, Enzo is uh, sitting next to Andrea, and it looks like he's going to like do set up some like energy transfusion type thing. This huge yeah. machine that essentially is almost like tra- almost like a taking blood from him or energy yeah. and yeah. 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 Sharing it's the it with him, machine yeah. I go to like every week. It's great. Yeah. 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 It's in you to give. Yeah. And honestly the way Matrix feels throughout the rest of this episode after doing this energy transfer sometimes happens to me when I donate. Because shit goes wrong. <laughs> Are you drinking juice and eating cookies? With plasma, you don't necessarily do the juice and cookies unless it's your first appointment and they have to take blood out of you to begin with. And then they give you juice and cookies. But you get a saline bag that comes oh. after you get all the plasma out of you. Then it gets returned and then you get saline thrown into you. But sometimes when they're doing the stick, they overshoot. And it goes right through your veins. And then they try to do it on the other arm. And the same thing happens. And then you're walking around with bruises up and down your arms for like two weeks. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. Oh, my that God. Was, that sounds that was so goddamn painful. It was painful. I still got paid, though. So I put that in my ledger. I'm sure <laughs> they were. Oh, you got. Right. That's a thing there. I don't know yeah. if that's a thing here. Yeah. It's not. It's not a thing, though. No. We, yeah. can, we can't I, sell our bodily fluids like really? you guys can. That's a oh, weird yeah. American thing. Yeah, like right now we've got a huge plasma shortage down here, so they're trying to get everybody that they can in, and they're paying really good dollars. So Canadians are nice, I guess. See, I think it's weird that we can't. I'm all like, uh, yeah, I, I'm like, yes, by all means, like mm-hmm. pay me for, for. Do you know uh, how much money I would have given all the bodily <laughs> fluids I can, I can donate? Yeah, <laughs> you would have a yeah, lot. But you can only do plasma up to twice in a seven-day period, so it's not like you can do it every day. Mm. The mm. fact you can give it that much is surprising. Yep. Yes. But that's just the medium with which the blood vessels, uh, sorry, uh, blood cells are carried in, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not actually removing like a lot of cells, right? Right, because it goes through a centrifuge and it separates the plasma and the blood, so the blood gets returned back to you. And then they just keep the plasma in this really long cylindrical tube. Looks so satisfied. What was that? You just mm, <laughs> get my blood back. Yeah, you get your blood back. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's why the downtime isn't as bad as if you were to donate blood. Energon, yes, raw <laughs> natural energon. <laughs> I knew it was here. I can see. Uh. <laughs> The Bula drops this machine down beside Enzo and goes, Might hurt. No, it goes, Might work. 
Yeah, she says might work. And then she says might hurt. And, and then she says, yeah, might hurt. Yeah, and oh. it was like, you think I care? Just do it. Just, Just throw, throw, the throw the switch. Throw the switch, Igor. Throw the switch. <laughs> I like how he's within reach to press the. It's just a button, by the way, not a switch. Yeah. He, he's it's right, right beside them. He can easily press it himself, but he's like, just throw the switch, and she's like, okay, and, and then leans down and and presses it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just little things you only notice when you're like combing over the episode. Yeah, yeah. This is actually kind of cool when it turns on the icons. All starts spinning and it starts pumping, basically. They need some energy shakes. Yeah. Yeah. They need some cool Suckers to my veins. They need, they need cookies and, and juice. They need yeah. slow food fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need one of those energy shakes with the cool shades. Yeah. Like I said, the cool shake. The tall, cool, cool one shake. on track one. Yeah. 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 That runs away and goes yeah. and lives its life. <laughs> I imagine that one right now is like, you know, it's got kid shakes somewhere. They're out on a shake farm. Right? He's in a rocking chair, like living his golden years out. Uh, <laughs> that's uh that that that's Cal's reboot fanfic for the that's, for the week. That's a spin-off. That's a spin-off right there. Not yeah. no, no, not even a whole spin-off. That's just a short. You know, yeah, a short, if you A short spinoff. I'm sure someone on Reboot Twitter would <laughs> really want to see that, that spinoff I'm g- made. I'm going to draw it. I'm going to draw it. That's what I'll do. We, we say that so much. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I can draw a cup with, a, a sh- That's with fair. That's glasses easy. and a straw. Hey, Cone Killer can use our... Yeah. <laughs> you know yes! what to do. You know what to do, bud. A cool draw shake the, in a rocking the, chair. Draw the tall, cool one with his family. Uh, <laughs> we believe in you. <laughs> so, uh, so what's happening? The, the web surfer like goes yeah, out. Speaking, speaking of tall it. and cool, we're back out in the. I web love now. this scene. I like this scene. He gets okay. chased back. Yeah. I think another good yeah, He goes out to see if he can find the beastie. He goes, well, you know, but he's also like kind of keeping his guard up because there's these other. Uh, uh, web riders, these other creatures that are out there that uh, I guess live with the whales, uh, the riders, whatever. Oh, the storm. Maybe they're like nomads that, like, much like <clears throat> oxen or or whatever, they kind of like go along with the herd and Mad Max. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I was thinking more like actual herders, but y- yeah, let's go to herders. I don't know. They kind of, they kind of. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's Rubbish. what came to my mind. I so don't these even know why. Earth herders are. <laughs> <laughs> it's these assholes right here. Yep. And he's running. And he's um. And so you got mouthing something. Miss Miss Sally is looking out a vid window and she sees him on a way on on his way back, like just booking it. And there's. She says he's not alone, and basically a whole bunch of these things are chasing him. Bravo, and I did not remember her name at all. Miss Sally, yeah. You could have okay. called her Susan, and I would have been like, all right. Miss Susan. <laughs> Susie Q. Susie Q. You okay over there? I just heard something outside. Oh. It's Oh, shit, it's the 5-0. <laughs> hey, somebody's in there talking about Reboot. <laughs> 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 
No, it, it sounded like thunder, but it's not thunder. It might have been aircraft. I have an airport that's like two Maybe seconds. Maybe it's a GameCube coming down. How would hey, the I'm masses a, react the if the sky the just went door. dark? Dude, the masses would lose their minds. <laughs> Proof like, that we're in a simulation. Incoming oh game. Well, if I go offline, y'all know why. What if the... Uh, how would the masses react if suddenly all the machines on Earth came to life and turned murderous? Well, all the machines? Yeah, all the machines. But primarily uh, uh, semi-trucks with the Green Goblin's face on the front of them. <laughs> I think we'd be like okay. That, <laughs> like that, that Treehouse of Horror episode, um, Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores. Where all the billboards and shit in Springfield come to life and chase oh. people around, kill them. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm referencing something was... very specific. Yeah, I'm referencing the movie uh, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. yeah. There's also a Simpsons episode called Maximum Homer Drive. <laughs> Probably that'll, that'll be there a is it's in yeah. season nine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and Maximum Overdrive is from I think like 1986 or something. Mm -hmm. So it something it, like that, yeah. it predates the Simpsons. Is oh that yeah, a, oh. that it's good movie. Yes. There we go. That uh, actually, like, I would place that above the room, honestly, as being like the ultimate, like, so bad it's good movie. I need yeah. to see this. Well, I knew what you were referencing with the stupid, like, monster truck with the Green Goblin face, <laughs> because that was an actual monster truck. No, it was a semi truck. Or, or sorry. Oh, it was a semi truck, right? Not yeah. a monster truck. Um,. Were ever, any of you ever into monster trucks? And the personality... It was almost like WWE. Like, they had, like, personalities oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. grudge matches, oh, yeah. and it was... <laughs> Do you remember back monster in, like... Monster trucks, trucks, ba trucks. Back in, like, uh, 1993, there was a... Uh, and there was even a cartoon associated monster with it. Monster Patrol! It was, like, it was like monster truck. The toys were, like, monster trucks, but they had, like, mouths and, like, teeth, and you could yeah. press the back of them, and they would open up. And there was a cartoon based on it. I can't remember what this toy line was called, though. I, I remember what it was. Not. Yeah, I had a couple of those. <laughs> Whoa, like, uh, yeah, I had a couple, and there was a little thing yeah. on the back, and you open it, and they've got... Yeah, you would press the, like, the yeah. trailer hitch on the back, and it would like lift the, the body of the monster truck <laughs> open, and it would have like a mouth with like teeth and tongue. Sweet Andrea would die. Riders on my store. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, what is You're talking that? about the episode. I'm going to look up what that was. Okay. Yeah, what was that? The Monster tru Truck Trucks with Mouth. 1993. So, they're trying to make out what he's saying. They say that he's uh, that he's mouthing something, because he's obviously being chased. And I laughed when this happened. Sorry, you can go ahead. I, I was going to... I actually wrote, wrote down, was that an audio miscue? And it's not, because the next line of dialogue, Sally's like... The tracer is trying to tell us something. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what open I... the ruddy hatch. Open the ruddy hatch. Oh, he's he's Scottish out. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Sounded like Lady Glitch was like, "Open the ruddy hatch." <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Uh, that was good. <laughs> when when he's in his web surfer mode, yeah, he's Scottish. When he's and and he's normal, ego. he's Australian. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then oh, so they, did I, I they found open them. the hatch the captain's like you heard the man roll from the blasted hatch so they do and, it, and then he kind of just like he hits like his 
the thing on his board, and then he materializes into the board. Mm-hmm. Wait, materializes? He like, yeah. He, like, he ma- merges he with materializes. the board. And then he... Yeah, he manages he to jump. He is the board. Just make it an yeah. air airlock. <laughs> and then into the door, and I love it because like just like, embedded like, into the shape. door. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's how fast he was booking it. And attack I find it funny that Christopher. Uh, Sorry, those monster trucks are called the attack pack. It looks like. Oh yeah, right. Carry on. Hot Wheels or Monster Jam? Do any of these monster sound jam. familiar? Mm-hmm. Mighty Monster, monster Jam. jam. Mm-hmm. I think it's Monster Jam. Yeah, yeah like there the... was there was a cartoon that went along with it too. Was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. Can't believe we <laughs> all remembered this. He's trying to tell us something. Jam. <laughs> um, I don't know believe. why I love that so much. This is. Uh, well, well, what I find funny, Sniddler, is that Capacitor has to d- literally direct his crew to do really simple commands, like, open the fucking door. Do it! Do it! It's like, that like, should be a given! And, and then uh, you just see him, like, rolling his eyes as they all scamper over to try and open the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, he does. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then the surfboard leaves, like, a gigantic... Dent, mm-hmm. surfboard-sized dent in the door, and it actually hits a binome. He's like, oh. Yeah, Hot Wheels Attack Pack. And <laughs> we're talking about two different things right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is definitely it. Hot Wheels Attack Pack. Yeah, yeah. Th- these are the exact so, toys that I was thinking of. <laughs> Tarantula. Fuck, I used to have this one. Oh, the Dark Claw. It had, like, the bat wings that opened up. Man. Yeah. What a fucking nostalgia bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Right? As soon as you said that, I was like, holy shit. I had these, man. Okay, okay. I I gotta go to Cherry Cherry Bomb Toys and be like, do you guys have any of these? The attack pack? I have nostalgia hard for these things. (laughs) Me too. Giving them around and like their mouths I can tell. I'm going to add this to my shopping list and check my stores down here for you guys. Listeners, Google like Monster Truck Attack Pack or Hot Wheels Attack Pack. You'll you'll see I've what been, the fuck we're talking about. I, I found been, a I found an Angel Fire website dedicated to them. Oh my wow. god. Wow. What year? What like what uh Good lord. What is life? What what what, what better place to to have a page dedicated to <laughs> this toy line from 1992? Than Angel Fire, right? like Geo Cities. That's the only way that could be topped. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one was my favorite. When you opened it, its mouth opened up, but the sides opened like wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the for the audio listeners of this, uh, Google uh, uh, Hot Wheels Attack Pack. If you if you were alive, then then you're you're in for a treat. <laughs> uh, there we go. So wow, I have a, a lot of these. Speaking of attack pack, we're on a pirate ship that's coded and in the scales of the dragon. orders to open fire. Uh-huh. Yes. We're entering war once again with the web creatures. Yep, and if we go down, we'd be going down fighting. Oh, yeah. 
what I find funny is that after Capacitor delivers that line, you, you can see and hear like just a maniacal laugh at him. Yeah, <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's yeah. weird. He's he's ready to go down fighting. Oh. You gotta. Mm-hmm. He, he's a fighting captain. Also, it should be noted that like for some for whatever reason, um, Ray Tracer is in like stasis mode or something. He's like he has to heal her. Yes, regenerate. Regenerate, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that he can do that, but it just takes a little bit of of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So presumably he's knocked out when he hit the the door so fast. He's out cold, sir. Yeah. yeah. Let's um, show these brigands what it means to lock swords with the crew of the saucy, saucy man. And they have machine guns. Yeah, they have turrets. With like vid window target thing, mm-hmm. it's great. You think? Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. It looks <laughs> like one of those like old arcade games from like you know the late nineties. I don't know if you ever heard of GameWorks, mm-hmm. but uh, there was a massive arcade I used to go to it all the time whenever I would go to Seattle, and it was like games like those, and it was wicked. Sweet, like the uh, big ones like that like move the chair when you're shooting. Yeah, yeah, or like the like a fighter jet where you're actually like rotating. Like yeah, afterburner. Massive. That's what that one was. I'm That's what sure. that one was. Yeah, it was so cool. Around the nine minute thirty second mark, you see like the really wide eyed <laughs> capacitor. Yep. Who's like mad with battle rage or whatever you want to call it? That, that might be, power. that might be a good yeah. that might be a good. Uh, Good thumbnail there. Mm-hmm. Crazy Berserker rage. <laughs> there you go. So now we've got we've got the web writers Matrix. shooting back. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this means attack in whatever language they're speaking because it sounds like an old modem from the 90s. The old dial-up yeah, signal reaching at, at each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do and it as, with my voice. Their language. As, as one yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. Xena, warrior princess. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Oh my god. Okay. Um, Enzo princess is Lula. really pale. Yeah, he's given lots of energy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of like weak. And um, Princess Hilarious. Lula leaves him, and she's like, "You stay. You I fight." I fight. <laughs> he's, he's like, tries, tries he's to like, walk out the I'm, door. He's like hunched over his chair, like he's uh, hanging out on uh, Pandora Avenue or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. To any of our listeners, uh, yeah, Pandora Avenue a... is is that side of town. Uh, yeah. Druggies, druggies yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But sorry, out in public. Hitler, you were saying Bula's like walking Bula, away, and Bula's walking away, and she goes up to the door, and she hits her head on the thing, and then she's like, oh. It turns sideways. Ducks. She ducks and turns sideways to go through it. But I she's lived so good. years on this ship, so presumably, you think she? Maybe she not was not distracted a whole lot going by... on up there. You don't know that. Well, she just hit her head on a door jam that was <laughs> sorry, lentil. That's, Maybe she um... was very concerned about about Andrea, and she That's was looking possible. back fondly and. Just, Maybe she's just never been in that. She shack. shook her head because she... Or, uh, or she that. I suppose. She stays in the open air of the uh, the deck. The upper deck. Yeah, maybe that's the uh, the guest quarters or something. And she's never had a reason to go there. Well, if you yeah. take a look 
if you look in the background, it looks like a study because there's books. There is a framed picture of Capacitor, which I'm assuming is some kind of a... That's right, too. Oh, maybe it's the captain's cabin. Mm-hmm. And, I thought uh, the captain's cabin was always... Um, at the back. Yeah, by the at helm. At the, the back... Like on that other level where usually oh. like the wheel is and stuff, like underneath that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's quarters. Yeah. It usually wasn't under deck. Uh, yeah. Just from what I've pieced together from TV shows and right. Monkey Island and <laughs> like. Yeah. And media. Poor Frisk like, <laughs> like you know? makes me sad. There's a mission know. in Skyrim where you have to go to mm-hmm. onto like some pirate like pirate ship and go into the captain's quarters and assassinate the dude. Yep. Yeah. A Dark Brotherhood quest. Yeah. I know it well. Yes. So there are there are like machine gun turrets going off like crazy on the Saucy Mirror. And the web writers just keep flying right <laughs> up to the ship and blowing it up with pistols. So it's you know it's it's a little embarrassing. Excuse me. Wow. Matt, well, one I'm... of the things that happens to me is my allergies make me yawn. I gotta I'm step away people. for a second. Oh. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. One of them takes like a sword type thing and tries to slash at the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh... like attacks like the the blue like uh, like jelly part. Mm-hmm. And oh, we got capacitor turns to Mr. Christopher and says, "Perhaps um, you would like to go below deck and invite." Wait, what does he say? Invite Matrix to our little slaughter. That's, right. That's right. Yep, and then all of a sudden, here he comes. Later. Yeah. And then oh, I think. Excuse me. Oh wait, no! Christopher goes downstairs. He falls. Well, he tumbles down. He falls down. You see him? He's like, "Woo!" I always wondered how binomes with their little legs go up and down stairs. With magic, magical binome legs. The magic of mainframe. <laughs> Ray Tracer is materialized. He comes back online. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hang on, what's happening?" Yeah, he's very. What a way to wake up. Yeah, there's chaos going all around. <laughs> yeah. Capacitors like yelling orders. Yeah. And Zoe's stumbling out of the the lower deck. Yep. And the riders are just slicing up the armor that's on the mare. Yeah. Yeah. I like that like Matrix is barely operable and he's like, okay, gotta gotta help. And he's so much more lethal than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like what does he do? He like walks up to an edge where there's like a the membrane part of the ship. Yeah. After like yeah. balancing on some rafters and stuff, he like sticks his gun through the armor, yeah. Through mm-hmm. the the gelatinous like part and uh but not he all yells, the way like, through, no. And he yells command line, just the the tip, just the yeah. tip. Yeah, multi-target <laughs> acquisition. And again, yes. we see that like red target thing physically leave the gun and go stick yeah. itself to all of these web riders. I and find at this that point, so I'm like, it's weird, but I'm o- I'm okay with it. There's weird. It's an shit. ideal weapon to have for any hero. It seems a little op, a little overpowered. And indeed, the web riders seem to notice that these are landing oh. on them. 
crap. Yeah, one of them straight up gets shot in the head. Yeah. And you yeah. see like green blood gushing out of the bullet wound. It's yeah. kind and of brutal. He, I didn't realize this until now. Um, he can see through the bullets as if they have cameras that are connected to his eyes. Oh, so they're like stinger missiles. Yeah. Or they're like the mysterious camera on Beast Wars sometimes. <laughs> Megatron and his crystal ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's like looking through some of the shots as mm-hmm. if he's like look looking around through them. And yeah, he's shooting them. He's blowing up there like things and he hits one in the head. And we know he was looking through the shot because he kind of like steps back after <laughs> one hits them in the head. And like Christopher said, that one's just, it's implied that it's just straight up dead. Mm-hmm. Like it's hit right like above the eyes and yeah. he's not moving. And there's just like green fluid trickling out into space. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's, it... he's killing bitches. You attack me and, and my own. Mm-hmm. You, you're yeah, going to fight the... back. This is why the UK was like, nah, nah, bro, we don't, we don't want any of this. Yeah, Matrix fucking shooting dudes in the head. Oh, that's a good. Uh, Lady Glitch just pointed out at the expense of his own weapon. Mm-hmm. When he, because um, you know, it's going to degrade if it goes into the atmosphere of the web. But he sacrificed that point of his gun to perform he that. He pulls action. his gun back out, and it's like melted. Yep, it's mm-hmm. almost like he forgot. In his in his not, state of semi sobriety from giving energy, that or didn't could, care. Yeah, that's it. He can always get another one. He can make another one. I you know where he I got that gun. No, we'll never know. No, we won't. But I would like to. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of reboot's great mysteries, isn't it? I like how his pistol is way more scary and efficient than having like six people on machine guns. Mm-hmm. shooting at them yeah yeah they yeah. uh, <laughs> uh dinner mates the scurvy scums slinking off yeah the crew of the saucy mare are like fighting these guys off for like however long and then matrix just walks in and like easily shows his the battle <laughs> yeah. yeah sticks his gun in a hole and then there you go yeah, and he's uh, like, dinner mates, and I'm like, no, you guys didn't do anything. Wait, no, Mr. Norton or Mr. There was there was one, one I think of them they... got one of them. Norton. Yeah, one yeah, of them got one of them, and he was all like, oh yeah, check me out, did the thing, and then one bent a barrel, which is like a, a little, it's like a little ways back, and it caused, it caused a the feedback out. loop. Yeah, yeah, and then he ended up getting zapped across the room. As, but he's that's okay. Exactly how real guns. Work. He, he's okay though. I just saw mm-hmm. him. he's good. <laughs> I like Norton. I use Norton. Me too. Nobody puts Norton in the corner. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So the the I had to start... kill Bob Norton because he made a mistake. Oh, now God. it's time to erase that mistake. Capacitor acknowledges Enzo and he's like, Well done, lad. Bob would be proud. Oh, punch him right in the feels. I like it. Yeah, because it's like, What if Bob ran into these riders as well? Mm -hmm. 
And what if, what if indeed? Mm. What? what if? And then um, Matrix is like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, man, he just wants to eat a cookie and go to bed. Right? <laughs> no cookies for you. <laughs> and in the vid window, there's like those, the herd of those like weird web creatures. Whales. Yep. The, the McDonald's Moon Man monsters. And they seem to be, the web writers <laughs> seem, to be, <laughs> seem to be rallying this herd oh, wow. on a collision course with the saucy mare. Yep. Right. Yep. And then Capacitor's like, Mr. Andrews, put your back into it. Yeah. Oh, man. But, but what I like it, about this, away. What ahead. I like about this part, though, is that it really speaks of Capacitor's leadership because he not only gives Andrew the order to start turning the wheel, but he also jumps in and helps him out. Yeah. Because this is a hard turn he has to make, and one little one by now can't do it on its own. So he goes over and helps him out. Normally, a strong Enzo would be enough. Right, but you don't see him. <laughs> he's he's too busy almost falling off the railing. <laughs> he's too busy trying to find oh! his... <laughs> he, He's a bit delirious right now. Yeah. Now, there seems to be Definitely no gravity in the web. So... Oh, excuse me. Liquid space. Dust and, and stuff makes my eyes water, makes me yawn, makes me, like, sneeze. Um... <laughs> but they do seem to be affected by gravity in uh, the the spaceship they've made. Yeah. Yeah, because this impact is going to tear a hole in the armor and therefore make a suction that comes out of it. No. How come there's gravity in the saucy mare but not outside of it? Why is there gravity on the USS Enterprise? Because of gravity drive. Artificial, artificial gravity, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. So, that's the reason for the saucy mare having gravity. Y'all, y'all notice there's a penguin on the. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say the penguin. It's the recurring uh, penguin. Uh, feathers, feathers, McGraw, or, sorry, or whatever. Uh, the yeah, yeah. Well, we originally were like, is that like the the Linux? The Linux penguin. That was my penguin. thought too, but it's like, no, no. It's actually the Wallace uh, and Gromit. Yeah. Feathers yeah. McGraw. Yeah. Um. I. <laughs> Did it show that he was like a, a what's it called um, when somebody um, illegally like hides away on a ship, a stowaway? Stowaway, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Has it showed that he's he's been on the ship, or is this? No, this, this is the first we've ever seen him in season three. No, <laughs> second. I think is we it? saw feathers. I think we saw feathers in um, um, icons. Didn't you guys see huh. him in uh, Firewall in the game? Um, I, I, I Identity Crisis. I don't remember seeing game. him in Firewall. I think, but I, I'm pretty sure he was in. He was in. Um, he was in the icons. game. Hmm, might be a, an additional project. Uh, I I am looking it up right now. All right, so on the reboot wiki, there is actually a Feathers McGraw page, dedicated page. Gosh, this is an epic fight scene. He was first seen in the dystopian future of Megaframe, where Dot stumbled across him in a back alley, Identity Crisis Part Mm 2. Feathers was seen walking around Mainframe nearly a year later while a web creature was hiding in the city in Trust No One. Oh, I missed that. 
When the city's population was evacuated during the Web War, Feathers was seen with the crowds that were preparing for yep. battle. We Web saw that. Wars. He was ne seen next in the desert port system in prison with the crew of the Saucy Mare. Oh, right. In the return right. of the Crimson Binome. And he was last seen right. on board the Saucy Mare where he watched one of the pirates be sucked into the web in Web Riders of the Storm. And this is wow. his final appearance. So He just watched. He just sat there and watched. He just watched. With his cold, dead, beady eyes. So... Here, here's to you, Feathers McGraw. This is the last time we'll see you in reboot. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That, was, that was a good penguin. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Presumably, he is okay. Mm. Yes. Living his best penguin life. So, what's happening here? There's a hole in the ship, and it is like space. The atmosphere is being sucked out. Mm hmm. And who is it? Mr. Who is getting... Norton. Norton gets... Fucked uh... out. Who's the one that um, Enzo saves? Andrews. Andrews. Cause, oh, because he was on the... Because he was turning the, the wheel. wheel. Yeah. Yep. I like his um, that he has an eye patch, but only one eye. But he doesn't need <laughs> it. Like most of the pirates. Because <laughs> And then suddenly, and I didn't realize this was going to happen. Suddenly the web writers are like in the fucking ship. One yep. final thing to, to mention about uh, feathers McGraw. Yeah. Uh, the inclusion of feathers McGraw in reboot was an in joke of the show's visual creators. After his initial appearance, the animators would find the penguin in the model archive and then place him in their scenes. Gavin Blair cautioned against including the penguin again due to copyright issues saying one appearance was okay two was pushy and three was grounds for a lawsuit after McGraw's final appearance. Uh, the producers were sent a very strongly worded message saying, I want the penguin deleted. Okay. Wow. So, Gavin Blair didn't wow. want them to keep using the, uh, and he the, was right. And he was right. Yeah. But if that's all they got, then can, they're lucky. <laughs> Cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right there. Cease Appropriate. And, desist, and a slap on the wrist. They're like, eh, we milked that character for all he was worth anyway. Yeah. It's time to release him back to the wild. Yeah. Time to send him, send him to a farm to run and play with all the other <laughs> claymation penguins. So, in New Zealand... The web <laughs> the web writers um are attacking and they're quite big, quite big burly. Yeah, they're uh... they got little legs and big round bodies, and Capacitor decides to duel one. Mm. Uh, he comes to the horrifying realization that his like little stasis stick Dang does that nothing one. against these guys. Yep. So it's basically hitting them with like a little it's like hitting like you know um a space marine with a literal stick yeah. it's, it's doing nothing yeah. like literally i don't even know why he but he he keeps at it yep mm -hmm. even orders all of his men to re repel all the the borders and i'm like what are they gonna do they i mean bula could do something 
she can smash some heads in. And indeed, she does. She does. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and she is like beside herself with glee during this scene. Yeah, yeah. She lives for this moment. Yes. <laughs> it's my Bula voice. Yeah. <laughs> Enzo gets strangled by a tentacle. He does. Yeah. The and one he, that was it, fighting Capacitor. He, he comes up to him and leaps the guy, at him. like, he leaps at him, but he catches him with his tentacle and he's kind of, uh. He's just wringing his neck. Yeah. Capacitor jumps on his back. And he's just like, get off him! Get off him! You beast! And it's annoying enough that he throws Enzo <laughs> yeah. to the side. The riders quickly realize that um, uh, Ray Tracer can be yeah. hurt by them smacking his board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if that's because they've encountered other web surfers. Web yeah. Or, or they're just smart. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they just figure it out. Column A, column B. Yeah. yeah. There's a kind of a like sobering moment where Ray Tracer like is on the ground hurt and he just looks around at like them he losing. He just shakes his head. Yeah, he like looks yeah. at Enzo, who's like barely keeping on his legs and like shakes his head and defeat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Are indeed, you ready to he... go down with that ship there, Captain? And yeah, uh, he goes over and he gives his best shot to one of the web riders and knocks his like space marine helmet off. And I was expecting them to be like normal sprites wearing um big fat like spacesuits. Like they'd just mm-hmm. be like normal sprites. No, no, they're horrifying aliens that look just as scary as their armor. I love the way that they animated Matrix in this like two second shot because he just like sobers up and you can just see oh, it. Oh yeah. It's like, what the fuck am I? He looking like at? inhales and like take takes him in. Yeah, degraded sprites. By yeah. Gar. Yeah. By Gar. Yeah. It, that's what the caption says. <laughs> yeah, what's Gar? This is by God. All right, journal. By Joe. All right, journalists. <laughs> by Gar. I mean, it's like core blimey, basically. Is it just made up, or is it, it like... It's basically just how it sounds with an accent. So you you think it means, like, by God? Yeah. But it's just him saying by Gar. By Gar the Savage. By yeah. Gar yeah. the Savage. <laughs> ruler of Normandy. <laughs> uh, Slayer, of heads. Slayer of beasts. Claim, <laughs> claimant of heads. There we go. <laughs> Wow. We were both going in the same yeah. same directions with that. <laughs> Bye, <Bar. laughs> Like a kill, like a fighter on killer instinct. <laughs> yeah, he wear he's got like he's this big, like muscly dude with like long blonde hair and like a loincloth. And, a, and like a, a big sword. ass big ass like Or an axe. Or, yeah, or that, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> So they're degraded spi- sprites, but I don't know what that means. I, I don't well, know either. Are we even supposed it, to know? It, if things are degrading in the web, then perhaps they've been exposed to the web like without armor. Does that mean these were sprites like Enzo they, and Dot? And they well, devolved over time. Supposedly. Or evolved? Adapted? Yeah. Were uh, deformed? Yeah. yeah. They look like monsters. 
Mm-hmm. He's got like spikes on him. It's looks like a weird. I don't know how to describe it. Spooky guy. It's like he came from the Moss Eisley Cantina. In the yes. DVD, yes. <laughs> in the uh, DVD copy I have, it mm-hmm. says in brackets "screeching electronically," but yeah. then underneath, with um, quote quotes, it says "disrespect is unwelcome." unwelcome. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're clearly like self conscious about their their image because he kind of covers his face. Yeah. yeah. So they they were once uh, presumably they were once regular no. looking sprites like we, Enzo and Andrea. And indeed, we see some degradation in a future sprite who's mm-hmm. been in the web for yeah. a while. Yeah. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Anyways, they're all caught. They're all gathered together. Yeah. Put There's a very silent montage happening of the potential defeat that they're going to experience. You're right, and there's Mr. Um, Norton being hauled back in by one of the, the web writers. And then uh, they close the chitin, the, the ship's like armor behind them. Yeah, these new now, guys that come in do us the favor of closing that hole. Did they do that, or is that like a yes. property of the skin? No, um, I'm about to Or did they up. heal it? What do you guys think? Yeah, yes, because if you pause at 1857... You'll see the two in the back because their backs are turned to the camera. They're the ones closing up that. They're, they're that doing something. Okay, yeah. so they can mend the flesh mend of the web creatures. Yeah, they can mend see, and uh, defend it, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, speaking of mending and defending, there's a suspicious-looking web rider yeah. wearing badly designed. <laughs> I, I think. I, I kind of like. You this, remember Enzo's? Do you remember Enzo's web armor? Yeah. Vastly mm-hmm. cooler than it's Bob, by the way. Vastly uh, <laughs> cooler than Bob's space armor. Very obvious. I I like Bob's suit. It looks like I like it, a lot. it looks like yeah. his it kind of looks like his guardian uniform that's been mm-hmm. melted. It's yeah. fine yeah, looking, it's... but Enzo's was way cooler well, in my opinion. I figured that's a thing because. Bob can be immune to things like the web because he comes from the supercomputer and he's gone through. But Enzo is the not Medusa really. Bug. He was yeah. immune too. Uh, yeah. but, but the thing is, uh, Enzo wasn't. He hasn't gone through that kind of training. He wasn't. He wasn't given that kind of uh, stuff. So they had to make him armor rather than and, him and just that, go out there and risk yeah, being and, like. And that armor that he wore was specifically made to be armor. I think this is literally just Bob's like guardian uniform that's like, like degraded in the web, morphed yeah. over him. It just yeah. kind of yeah. I just like, like the way Enzo's looked more. But like, he's got gloves now, which is interesting. Um, yeah. And he's on a kind of rough-looking zip board, which should yeah. tip the the viewer. I mean, also, we're the only place we've also, seen zip boards are systems. Also, uh, he appears to be leading them, mm-hmm. um, or at least someone it's of not, not just leading, power. but the fact that Respect. he is. Yeah, hang on a second. I'm getting back to that clip, but there's like the when he shows up. Uh, not only is it like stand down; these are my friends, but he's standing in a beam of light, and it just looks glorious. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> This is important. Look at this guy right here in the middle of the screen. 
who looks different than all the others. Oh, yeah. when they just first come through, yeah. he's like in the middle, and, he's and just then standing there, and then and the light like, closes yeah. behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the ship, uh, yeah. when he's on the bridge, I thought he Very was trying majestic. to do a handshake with Enzo, but he's yeah. actually just summoning Glitch. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, I can too. do his hand. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, Glitch goes to him. Yeah, and then he puts What's it gone? on. So and it makes what, this weird slimy sound. What, no, one thing that actually kind of annoys me about this arm. this whole like sequence is I think the show takes way too long to reveal that it's Bob. Like it gives you so many like no. obvious like yeah. kids know beat you yeah. over the head like clues that this is Bob. I was and, thinking that too. Sorry, go on. I'll let you finish. Uh, yeah, no, the, sh- the show just gives you so many, like, very, like, blatantly obvious clues that this is Bob. Huh. And yeah. they, they take way too long, in my you opinion. Know, like, it gets to the point where it's kind of annoying. It's like, just I like that. tell us that it's you Bob. You know what? I, I, I think it's well-paced. And I, I like say. the build-up and push towards it. And it, it doesn't, now that I'm rewatching it again, it's not that long. It's like a it, minute and it, a half. In your head, <laughs> you're going, is it? It is. Uh, it could be. I know that's Bob. And then it's revealed at the very end. And you're like, it is! It actually is! His hair looks like, weird, but it is! I think it, it really takes been like a minute and a half. <laughs> you know? I, I think you know, it should have either been shorter or the clues should have been more a little more subtle. Vague? Yeah, because yeah. even, so, yeah. even when Bob summons Glitch, just by um, reaching out his hand, you can hear there's a very slow variation melody of the reboot theme when he does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm actually fine with the pacing of how they did it. I understand for dramatic effect, if he had come in and he told everyone to stand down and then he took his mask off, right. it would be so abrupt. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, the that impact would have been stronger. Uh-huh. But yeah. I, I'm, I've been lenient about certain pacing. Uh, for example, the last episode that Christopher and I reviewed on Beast mm-hmm. Wars... Yeah. It's so corny. It's so cheesy. It turns into Digimon, for Christ's sake. A character is a <laughs> okay, dragon. Okay, now I gotta watch it now. now a character is literally a dragon, and if I put aside my like little like hangups or whatever, it's it's just good. It's it's a joy to behold, and that's mm-hmm. how I feel about the pacing with this. Obviously, we know it's Bob. When we were kids, we fucking knew it was Bob. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's shaped like Bob. He's on a zip board. Yep. Right. Glitch it's goes to him immediately. Like yeah. But I'm okay with this cheesy ass like build up because instead of being taking his helmet off and revealing it's him, he just goes downstairs, right? Yeah. Attaches the machine to him no to give Andrea yeah. some yep. of his juice. And then we go from sad Enzo music in a minor key to a modulation to sparkly da, wind. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But, and Enzo yeah. kind of knows he's he calms Gavin down and he's like, hold up, I think I think this guy's here to help. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like I got ahead of myself. I do like when he goes down there. The only other person uh, being down there is Frisket, right? Mm. Yep. And he starts barking and I snarling. Love this part. I do love this. And it says screeching electronically. <laughs> oh, hi, Frisket. <laughs> Right, and then Frisket looks confused, and then yeah. maybe sniffs the air, realizes it's him. But Frisket never liked Bob anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, he just kept him. Him. <laughs> I love that. At him. It's like, oh wait, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kind of just and he carries and carries on. Yeah, he just continues snarling, but yeah. Bob just walks past him. Yeah, yep. like whatever. Shakes his head and like walks past him. 
I, I really liked, Never liked that. Like same old brisket. Yeah. So even though it's drawn out, little little things like that make the scene things are still happening in the scene, which is why I'm okay with it, which is, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Right. Um I still stand by what I said. Either make or either make it sh the sequence shorter or make the clues more subtle. And like, it would have been something else if his web armor wasn't the, the blue on blue on orange, like we remember his guardian outfit being. Like if it was just something regular. Yeah. And the shoulder pads were tan like tan colored. Yeah. And orange. you could see that coloration on his yeah. and you can even see the uh silver uh gauntlets. Yeah. Yeah, so it is like his armor. It, it's literally it's literally or, his his guardian uniform that melted. Mutated oh. or melted or grew to give him a thicker yeah protection or something yeah. and his the thing on the back of his head by the way oh sorry go ahead oh uh, go ahead what was the, the thing, thing on, on the back of his head? of his head that's not the back of the armor it's his hair that like solidified yeah. to protect him and his mask actually only covers his face yeah. i just noticed that because it showed a camera angle from the back of him yeah. his we are kind of first. we are kind of getting a glimpse now how powerful guardians can be mm -hmm. and what their key tools actually like are actually all about like uh, in terms of like life force in terms of um um mending and defending but now mm. we're seeing like he could survive the web because he was conditioned to survive the web and his yeah. his uniform even his armor even adapted you know and he to, did. like and his yeah. hair even <laughs> like his hair is powerful yeah you know and it's and uh yeah go on and I to like give Christopher credit, to give Christopher credit, he like taps his icon, a golden yeah. black icon comes out. But to what Snidler was saying, um, to give how powerful guardians are, the whole mend and defend thing, what I, I'm okay with the slow reveal because mm. things are happening during it. Yeah. Uh he takes Andrea's AI kind of icon yeah. and his guardian icon, and presumably like patches. Or fixes the code. Andrea's coding, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Oh, How many things are hidden in this? The, yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. It's, all these little things are happening during it. You know, he got glitched back, and they could have made a conversation. They could have made Bob go, "Oh, hey, can I have that back and take it back?" But they slowed it down to draw out the drama. Yeah. And there's no words, not many words being exchanged. And he just silently comes in, talks to Frisket, sits down, heals Andrea, and then does the reveal. And and I was I was okay because things are are happening. And it's I fair. Think we we maybe, don't have to to agree I, about this. No, it's no, all I'm not trying to convince you. I'm I'm just telling you as the scene like goes on that I actually don't mind it. Um, and I think Enzo knows. He's just mm. kind of in Waiting. shock. And uh, yeah. Andrea knows exactly who it is right away. She wakes up from being in a coma for however long, and she's like, "Oh, it's you!" And he still has the mask on and everything. So that well, that yeah, could that could be. Bob. She's yeah. like, "Bob, we found says, you." Yeah. Yeah. Which it's kind of the other way around. He kind of found them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they went to the web. So yeah, they yeah. To get to the web. Yeah. In a way, and yeah. Andrea's fine. They don't need to track down the. The beastie the creature. Yeah. Cool. Guardian uh, icon apparently. I'll give. Everything. I'll give you guys some credit now. Actually, I like the way his helmet comes off. 
I do too. Kind of unplugs. Kind of from the side. On mm-hmm. like handles come out. I I I really like Web Bob. I think he looks rad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually prefer yeah, no, never mind. I'm not gonna go that far ahead yet. Prefer the, the line really here, like this. The line here, his first line when he takes off his helmet. Yeah, I love it. As everyone realizes it's Bob. <laughs> yeah. Bob go as ahead. voiced by Cheetor. Yeah. <laughs> Cheetor What's Bob. the line? What's the line? What's the line, Christopher? You can't talk in these things. A callback <laughs> to one of my favorite episodes, yeah. Melzilla. That's why I let let Christopher take the wheel there. Uh, I, I love it. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm even I'm even fought kind of fine it, with uh, Cheetor voicing Bob. I, I prefer too. the original guy, close. but he's fine. It sounds yeah. close. And keep in mind, Bob's changed. So in my head, sense. I'm okay yeah. with his yeah. voice being a little different. <laughs> yeah, I. But yes, uh, Snidler, I think I know what you're getting. What you were getting at when you say you prefer Web Bob to. Oh, and then you're like, oh, I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, get that yeah, far yeah. ahead. I'm not gonna something get that, that happens in next in the episode. next episode. Yeah, yeah. I I never liked the look of uh, Bob in afterwards. Afterward, yeah. yeah. I've well, accidentally we'll spoiled it for myself. Week. We'll talk about that next week. But I've accidentally okay. found out that I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally saw what you're talking about, and I was like, "Ew!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I like Web Bob better too. Enzo's like Bob, and he runs at him, and he's like, "Hey, now, easy, big fella. You're a little big for that now, buddy. Big for that now." And everyone laughs. Web mm-hmm. Bob seems more chill. And, it, and as the camera pans out from that, we can actually see that, yes, we were in the captain's quarters, or at least the captain's study, because mm. there's a desk, there's shit on the walls, you know, etc. Yeah, shit on the walls. <laughs> smeared all there's, over the place. There's, there's, there's a bar. There's a bar. That's going to be our first song. Our first song is going to be shit on the walls. Shit on the walls. <laughs> And my stage name will be Gar. By Gar. <laughs> By Gar. By Gar. By Gar the Savage. What was our <laughs> By Gar the Savage? What was our band name again? One of somebody said something, and Aiden was like, "Oh, there we go. That's our." No, it was our... something funny that Christopher said, and then I tacked that on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I don't even remember. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> We're gonna have to watch this again and pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Shit on the walls. Is <laughs> sung by the. Oh, I can't remember. I'll rewatch it and figure it out. Shit on the walls by uh, Scatman Siege and the Alphanumeric Band. Scatman hey! Siege and Bygar the Savage present. Scatman Siege. Wow. Squeep up 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 up. Scatman Sniddler and the Angry Siege. Uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> I like Scatman Siege because it's an alliteration. Yeah, Scat- I guess Scatman Sniddler is too. Scat Scanman Siege. Scan-man. And then your second song could be Enter Scanman. Mm. Yeah, to, to reboot Enter, fire. Enter Scanman. Enter Scanman. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I would prefer Enter Scatman. <laughs> Enter. <laughs> uh, 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 u
was trying to scan it, but I couldn't. You tried. <laughs> I did, and I'm. The lesson is never try. I'm trying to think of how to turn Enter Sandman into a reboot-related song, and I can't even come up with anything. That's why I said Enter Scan Man. I I couldn't <laughs> think. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a not a Metallica <clears throat> person. Me neither. I guess God see, 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 I'm a metalhead, therefore I don't listen to Metallica. <laughs> he, it is in the rule book that he has to hate Metallica. Hmm. I don't hate Metallica. I, I genuinely am not a, just not a fan. Like, I, when people I tell like, me how, people like tell me how hard ride, they ride are. the lightning. Yeah. I like a few songs. Well, I like Kill Em All, but that's pretty much it. The thing uh, about having no identity attached to a genre of music is that I can get away with liking a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's better for your repertoire too to have an appreciation across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, the music yeah, spectrum. I, I I don't even think of myself yes. as a uh, yes. The music yeah, spectrum. Yeah, I'm not. I, I I I not the other. Started spectrum. conjuring jokes in my head, and I'm like, no, I'm not touching that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mo- moving along. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, the episode. No, I don't even like I consider myself a metalhead anymore because it's like it's just not really part of my identity at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people when they hit 30 are uh they they don't strongly feel like a the biggest chunk of their identity is the music they they listen to. Right. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I don't even listen to a ton of music anymore. It's weird how some music is like hardcore and has gatekeepers, and then other music they just want is like I feel like reggae. They just they just want everybody to come in, wear the suspenders, and just fucking skank and have a good time. You know what I mean? But like yeah. when you're a metalhead, what are your favorite bands? What bands do you hate? Let's see what patches you're wearing. Fuck see, you. That, that's Here, become here's, punk. That's, here's that, the thing that's about the new punk. Here's the thing about metal. Hmm. you're a poser unless you listen hmm. to the exact same bands yeah. that the person you're talking to listens to yeah now the problem there is this is true for literally every metalhead <laughs> so in the eyes of like pretty much every metalhead out there everyone but them is a fucking poser because they don't listen to and hate on the exact same collection of bands that they do you must love the same ones and hate the same ones yeah. and if they are not in sync thou are art fucked. a poser yep <laughs> uh yeah no metal culture is fucking stupid like i'm just gonna say as someone who was like really into it when he was younger it's fucking stupid Mm -hmm. i yeah no i but scott just wants to have a good time man that's all (laughs) i gotta say i like the music don't like the culture um (laughs) i haven't been to a concert in like five years now but like even when i did like eventually as i started getting older like i got to a point where like i didn't even like talk to people at shows anymore because i'm like no i'm just not i'm just not not gonna <laughs> don't want any part of this i'm just here to uh to i'm just here to see a monomarth live okay yeah you're just here to blow your eardrums out and then you're gonna go home i don't want to i don't want to make friends with any of you <laughs> no new friends <laughs> um yeah anyway 
<laughs> so, folks, any final words before we move on to the rating system? Anything at all? All right, so, so here on Alphanumeric, we have a four-tiered rating system that ranges from, this is bad, very bad, which is very self-explanatory, to I don't think so, which are episodes that aren't that great, but not the worst thing ever. It's no high code or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next rating up is uh, That Was Easy Enough, which are episodes that are, you know, pretty good. And our fourth, final, and highest rating is Alpha Numeric, which is the cream of the crop, the best episodes, top tier, top, top shelf, upper deck, NBA Jam reboot. Captain's Quarters. <laughs> uh, so let's pack Mighty uh, Max, <laughs> <laughs> Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Hot having, Wheels the attack control, having the best control N64 controller in the house where the analog hasn't been worn down. Yeah. <laughs> the translucent purple one. You know? Yeah. Uh, or the translucent green one that came with Donkey Kong 64. That was the Ooh. coolest one. Or you can do the translucent clear one where you can see all the insides. I had the translucent orange one. Oh, shit. I still have it, actually. It's actually right there. Damn. We got one badass motherfucker right over here. We do. <laughs> I have my Nintendo 64 set up. <laughs> oh, shit. Eh. This is, uh, this is great audio here right now. <laughs> this is, this is not profitable. This, <laughs> no, this is bad. Very bad. Here oh, it is. Shit. Hey, I thought you were grabbing the whole console. <laughs> I had to unplug it. I didn't realize it was tucked tucked away. Very nice. There it is, folks. There it is. Time to wreck your fucking hand playing Mario Party. <laughs> and destroy your controllers. No, you, you know what? You, speak, speaking of controllers, I've got my original NESs over here. Nice. nice. I have an SNES Classic. Hey. Me too. And a PlayStation Classic. Me too. That I have hacked to actually have like way more and better yeah. games on it. Nice. I always awesome. wrapped my controllers like this. Okay. Don't know why. It, it, it nice. makes sense. It makes sense to me. Anyway. I don't like wrapping the cords. Anyway, uh, Lady Glitch. Hi. Yeah, back to this. <laughs> what do you rate the episode? Oh, Christ. Now I gotta think. Um... That's that's not part of being on this show. I mean, we certainly don't. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no one thinks here. <laughs> what right, is so wrong with you? Well, blow me down. By God. Now it's Wacko. Wanko. Okay, Lady Glitch. I love you your, guys. You know that, right? What is your... What is the verdict? So I so I really enjoyed this episode from a multitude of standpoints. We do have some, obviously, I go for the character development anytime I, t I can see it. And we definitely see that not just in Matrix, but also in Capacitor as well. I did get a really newfound appreciation for the artistic um, flow for the episode. It's a lot better than the last one that we did, just because it was just like, 
eh, just like chunks and sections, but everything just seemed way more fluid and a much better watch this time around. And of course, obviously the end, Bob comes back, woohoo. So I'm gonna give this a very solid, that was easy enough. Okay. All right. I, uh, I like it. Make some excellent points. Uh, Sniddler, what do you, what do you, what do you rate in the episode? Uh, I really liked this episode too. I thought it was uh, a lot more enjoyable to watch than, again, as Christina said, the uh, Lady Glitch, rather. Sorry. Um, Either or is fine. We had this discussion. Oh, that's true. We did. Uh, um, yeah, I I really enjoyed it for for basically the same reason. Uh, character development. You see the pirates kind of like. Oh wait, there's we're not out here trying to make money, we're actually helping people, which is not something pirates are supposed to do. And so it's uh it was pretty cool seeing that that change in the captain. Not uh, a lot of altruism in piracy. No, no. <laughs> um and then we see a bit of a change in um Enzo. Where he kind mm -hmm. of like comes down off himself for a little while and realizes he's acts he acts has actually been kind of a dick and uh it changes his attitude almost entirely um to the point where he's basically bleeding himself dry to keep his girlfriend alive which is you know awesome um so uh, yeah and then we have a whole all up brawl it was definitely a lot more exciting than the last episode like uh like lady glitch said so i I'm going to give this one an alphanumeric. Oh, which shit. Is, uh, which is, uh, I'm actually going to give this one an alphanumeric. Because I, I, I know we talked about, like, pacing and uh, with the whole, like, revealing Bob is back. Um, I actually didn't mind um, myself. I, I, I didn't mind uh, how that was done, how that was drawn out. I kind of liked how everything was slowly being revealed, even though it was actually painfully obvious and it felt a little unnecessary i still kind of feel like we kind of needed that building the anticipation and uh and you know happy ending either way uh yeah. so yeah i think uh yeah i'm giving this one an alphanumeric i think it was a really good episode and um i'm looking forward to next all right nice neo, neo cal what is your rating good sir <laughs> remember because of the nature of uh of uh youtube it's uh it's my screen configuration that really only matters <laughs> to the audience over there yeah lady glitches here no no not on christopher's lady glitches there i know yeah. on mine too yeah. Oh, okay. Mine's yeah. the same as Christopher's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, part of me, when I'm when I'm rating this one, I was like, well, why do I like this one more than the last one? Because the last one had a lot of really cool concepts. The ship was new. <clears throat> Something bad happened to Andrea. Um. Ray Tracer and Matrix butt heads again. I'm so done with that. I was done with it the moment that started, to be honest. Doesn't lend anything to the show, I think. Um, and they get to see the web for the first time. So all of this happened, but I was like, ah, oh, 
what, why do I have a problem with this? And I felt like it tried to do too much in one episode. Too much. <laughs> too much. Reboot. <laughs> and... No. Lady Glitch had said that... <laughs> Lady Glitch had said the pacing of it felt better for her. And I kind of feel that. From the beginning, the point of conflict was... In the background... Andrea needs help, but the web writers are coming. And that's what the whole episode was about. The web writers are a problem. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the episode wasn't trying to pack on all of this conflict and these different things all at once. And I like seeing how like mellow and self-aware Enzo was. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate that more because I, I told you guys that jealous, angry Enzo felt like like he had two steps forward. Remember the dreamscape he had? Yeah. Where he had self real like, you know, he, he mellowed out a bit, he started to understand him a bit, and then he like freaks out about like Ray Tracer like hitting on his like girlfriend. It felt like, you know, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing <laughs> felt out of place for me. So him being a little more humble and grateful in this i enjoyed and the pacing and the reveal of bob i think was fine and i i, I think it it teeters into alphanumeric for me i i liked this one more and bob's back and he looks cool and i like it it's alphanumeric awesome yeah sweet yeah bob's back alphanumeric Bob's back, alphanumeric. That, Fuck that's all, all I'm saying. <laughs> Boom. That's my rating. I I was teetering. I was like, oh, I don't I don't know. So I just stalled. I just talked. That's what I do in real life. I just talk and talk until I can think of think of something. Uh, Bob's back, alphanumeric. That's the yeah. show, folks. <laughs> uh, that is the show, actually. Uh, this that has been the eleventh episode of season three of Reboot. Christopher, did you give your analysis? He, he just did. I did. Bob's back. Alphanumeric. Okay. That's... I thought you were just saying <laughs> that. Short, sweet, <laughs> simple. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm going with. Bob's back. Right. Alphanumeric. He looks cool. I like his, his uh, melted guardian armor. I, I like how he looks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You guys convinced me that it was his melted armor rather than a, a suit like Enzo was wearing. He went through Jeez. the Crayola factory. <laughs> yeah, it was a hot day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> left 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 his crayons out in the on the playground for too long. Yeah. On, on himself. Yeah. On himself. Yeah, he yeah. took a nap. He just fell asleep out there. Coated himself in wax. <laughs> uh, uh, best way to support the show is wherever you're listening to or watching this. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. Give it a five-star rating. Anything. Tell your friends about it. If you know other people who like Reboot outside of the 12 people on Twitter that I mentioned earlier, tell them. <laughs> tell them about this show. Get them listening. There's literally dozens of us. <laughs> get, dozens. Get, them, get them on board the alphanumeric train because we're uh, <laughs> we've still got a lot of Reboot to cover. Yes, we do. Don't quote us on that because we know nothing about trains. <laughs> yeah we found that that one out the hard way unfortunately as we stumbled around trying to describe the parts of a train 
It was a bad episode anyway. <laughs> yeah. The worst episode of Reboot ever. High code. Fight me. Yeah. Uh, I'll, and, I'll die on that hill. There, yeah. there's, there's and if you want to fight like me, if you want to fight me, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Cal, you are... Where are you on Twitter? Neo Cal. Neo underscore Cal with a K. Sniddler, where are you on Twitter? I am at AP Sniddler. Uh, So yeah, you know, get at me. (laughs) AP S-N-I-W-E-L-E-R. Were you doing like the just do it? (laughs) Oh, I was doing uh, Roman Reigns' like shotgun arm thing. Yeah. You were pumping your shotgun arm. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were yeah. pumping Lady your Glitch. mandible. Mandible. Yeah. Where can people find you? I am on the Twitter is at Lady Glitch six one nine. If you want to follow the show, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. If you want to hear more lasercomb content, me and Cal me and Cal have a show, weekly show called Too Much Energon, where we do this, but we talk about Beast Wars. My favorite show of all time. Um I also have a show with my partner called uh, Based On, where we talk about movies based on books and the books that they're based on. We have an episode of that coming up soon about the original vampire novel called Carmilla. I've read about half of it now. It's actually pretty good. It It's a very easy read. Um, original I'll, vampire novel? Yeah, it predates uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula by 25 years. It's also about a lesbian romance, which okay. for a book written in the 1800s, that's like, whoa. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I should check this out. Uh, yeah. And it's only I just I think, like, like everything <laughs> vampires. There you go. It's, uh, yeah. And it's only like 140 pages. So it's a, oh, it's a novella. Yeah. Yeah. The, the book was kind of hard to, to find. It's usually like everywhere I looked, it was a special order. So keep that in mind. But okay. Okay. Oh, Maybe you cool. can get a Kindle copy or something. Based on. Yeah, based <laughs> on. Uh, and if you want to check out any other show that any of us are involved with, just type in Lasercomb to your podcast provider, L-A-Z-O-R space, C-O-M-B. They'll all come up. There are five shows currently that I produce. In- There's in- another analytical one where um, Christopher and various guests discuss uh cartoons at night yep called cartoons at night uh about to be a little behind schedule on that one so if anyone's following along with that i i apologize it's can be i thought it would be very easy to coordinate a show with different people every episode but it turns out that seems to be weirdly more difficult (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been there um me, Cal, and Sniddler also have another show called War Planets, where we talk yes. about Shadow Raiders. It's a monthly-ish podcast uh, where we binge-watch episodes of another mainframe cartoon from the 90s, Shadow Raiders. Yep. Binge-watch it in episode chunks, multi-episode chunks. So It's fun. We do laugh. We talk about a lot of things on that show. We're up to episode hey, nothing but praise. New, we're, yeah. We're up to episode two on that so far, where we cover episodes uh, five, six, seven, and eight of Shadow Raiders. It was a lot of fun. 
It was, uh, I think, one of some of our best work thus far. So I really think so, yeah. Go and check that Sh- out. Shadow Planets, a War Raiders podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, War Raiders. The Viking experience. Yes. <laughs> Bring back George Clooney. Um, Patreon, you can support us. For a mere $5 a month, you get access to uh, preamble outtake audio that we record in front of every show that we do. Uh, last week's episode of Alpha Numeric, the outtakes in total ended up being about two hours. It's probably going to be the same today. So yep. I want to hear that. Come Go and listen to our opinions so that you can dislike some of us. <laughs> get to That's know us actual like. people. Yep, they... Uh, they, they need to hear us talk about other things in order to dislike certain us as hosts people. on the show, yeah. namely me. <laughs> uh, I got some hot takes that I'm sure people aren't fond of, but yeah, we uh, also don't have many Patreon listeners, so who knows? Yeah, uh, maybe but... I'm anti-space exploration. Who knows? I'm not. I love space, but that that's an example. <laughs> maybe he's anti-Space Jam. Who knows? Uh, maybe I'm anti-Space Jam. Out. If you followed my Twitter, you would know that's the opposite of true. <laughs> One out of like, my ten posts is about Space Jam. Wow. No, two. Two out of my ten posts are about Space Jam. The other ones are about ducks. The others are about yeah. birds. Yeah. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will be back next week with the 12th episode of season three of Reboot Mousetrap. Woo! Yeah. Ooh, I wonder what that could be about. Uh, mouse trouble? Then you need Mousetrap. About <laughs> <laughs> pest control. About pest control. Uh, not the board game. No. Mousetrap! Man, that thing never worked. <laughs> no. So. I think that about does it for this week. So we are going to peace out. I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I've been another host, A.P. Snidler. I've been another host, Lady Glitch. And I am another other host, NeoCal. And until next week. My God! I'm going to hit my microphone. <laughs> um, you just can't breathe in these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, By God. Um, they be um, degraded sprites. By God, the savage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Bye-bye.
creation. 